0: Hello, good people. Welcome to Daughter Shine, a weekly show with myself, Monique Thomas, where I invite you to join me on the journey of shining. It takes great courage to discover who you are and live with a sense of purpose. This podcast is for every girl and woman who's committed to embracing their story and serving the world with their unique voice. When you listen to the conversations, I want you to be inspired to live the life that you're made for. I want you to be encouraged and know that you're not on your own, that we're all on this crazy adventure of life together. I'd really love you to engage with me on social media and tell all your friends it's at DaughterShine on most platforms. Welcome to episode 10 of the DaughterShine podcast. You're in for a treat this week, ladies, because I've had the absolute pleasure of interviewing Romana Malcolm, founder of Eloquent Dance Company. Romana founded Eloquent five years ago with her mom, Janice, and she's got a great story. I kick-started the interview by asking the question, who is Romana? And here's what she had to say.
1: I'm 22, I'm going to be 23 in about a month's time. Um, I'm a teacher in a school, that's my normal, like, every day-to-day job. And then I run Eloquent, we're here at Eloquent at the minute. been running Eloquent for five years. Um, more than just a dance company, really, more like a youth organisation. We do lots of different things. Um, What else do I get up to? I write, I'm in the process of writing a book. Um, And that's it really. And I dance sometimes as well, I just stuff my dancing shoes and dance
0: too. (laughs) So you're not doing a lot really? No, just just a few things. (laughs) Now hold on a minute, because I Mm -hmm. did not know that you were a teacher. You didn't know! So you're teaching as Mm -hmm. well as running Eloquent. Yeah. Like full-time teaching? Full-time teaching, like I have
1: my own class. Primary, sometimes. secondary? Primary. Absolutely primary. I teach secondary dance on some evenings in the same school, but okay. primary is where I'm at at the moment, for now. OK, I feel like I just need to pause. <laughs> How are you fitting all of this I in? I know. Everyone asked me, I don't know, honestly. I left uni and I said, right, I can concentrate on eloquent now. Okay. I've got my degree, yeah. and then I was like, wait, I actually want to go and teach. Like I think I want to do it. So now I'm in six months in, and okay. I absolutely love it. I'm in a Christian school, wow. so I'm just at home. Okay. And I've got the best team, so it's made me love my job. Yeah. And it helps so much with eloquent. Everything I learn at work. Yeah. Just I can make immediate links yes. to how I can implement that eloquence. It's just like amazing.
0: So you're teaching um, primary school during the mm-hmm. week. How many days are you teaching at Eloquent then, or evenings, um, weekends?
1: I'd say about four days, okay. about four four days, two weekdays and then weekends I'm usually here. Saturday and Sunday if I'm not a competition or an event, performing, I'm here training, Okay.
0: so yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking about Eloquent quite casually because I know what Eloquent is, I've yeah. seen <laughs> Eloquent, but can you tell, um, you know, those that are watching and mm-hmm. listening, Can you tell us a little bit more about eloquent dance company
1: yeah um gosh where do i start so eloquent started as a dance company for young people aged 4 to 18 and then we kind of found that they were dancing but they were coming with all their baggage from home and then we were fine we're staying Three hours after class, wow. talking to the young people. So then we was like, okay, we need a mentoring arm. So then we introduced Eloquent Empowerment, which is like a mentor inside of Eloquent, where we just have youth nights, devotional sessions with the young people. Everyone has an assigned mentor, part of the Eloquent team, to just assist them with their growth. Then we just expanded. Within the first two years, it just went, and I was just like, whoa. Wow. not God, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> so then, we've got over 100 students now. We do dance, competitions, we perform. We're going to Portugal in July. What? Uh, I can't summarize what Eloquent Ellicott do. Eloquent's like a, a movement, a youth organization. It's gone beyond dance now. We just yeah. kind, of, we kind of just cater to what the, the young people need. Yeah. They need it. We evolve and we kind of provide it. So, yeah, in short, that's what Eloquent is.
0: Wow. So mm-hmm. 100 young people coming through your dance studio yeah. on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. How are you managing all of that? Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people, a lot of families yeah. to work with as well. Oh, yeah. How are you processing that?
1: So we have a huge team in place. Um, I co-founded Ella with my mom and she runs up the, the management side of it and the, the director role. An admin and the mentoring arm. So I really have nothing to do with the mentoring. She assigns mentors. She gets a team in place. So all management is really down to my mom, Jan, who sorts everything. And then I sort the dance side. So who's teaching, at what times, what genres are they teaching, what guest teachers do I need to bring in to improve that style, where are we going, what dance competitions we're doing. So I kind of say, okay, I want to do this, and then my mom says. So, this is how we need to do it, and she'll map out a plan, we need this many chaparrales, we need... Wow. So I'm more so thinking of the ideas for dance, and then yeah. she, thinks, she makes it work, yeah. and then empowers the mentor inside, so... That's fantastic. But we have a huge team, we have about a team of 12, really, five dance teachers, and then the rest are like team, parents, yeah. who have just sewn so into the vision, really? so now they mentor, they come, they help us run the studio
0: yeah (laughs) so it's a real community thing. i'm Mm -hmm. hearing that i really love as well that it's you and your mom the relationship that Mm -hmm. you have actually is bucking the trend yeah in terms of you know intergenerational relationships breaking down Mm -hmm. Um, i mean i just caught her for a few minutes there. and um i was like janice what's the blueprint because you're amazing mm. your brother's amazing doing amazing she said that mm. he's just like about to sign a professional yeah
1: contract with his football yeah i was like what's the blueprint and, she, and she
0: said to me structure a strategy mm. um and she mentioned that she's gonna be doing a parenting course
1: yeah next week she's doing a parent workshop for teenagers god knows <laughs> we ain't seen how much like parents are struggling with their teenagers at the minute. Yeah,
0: they really are.
1: And I remember my mom struggling with me, yeah. and I remember how much of a pain I was. And yeah. now it's about me trying to get the teenagers to be like, guys, I, I relate, but this is how you should do it. And yeah. then my mom trying to give tips to the parents, and yes. parents coming together and saying, what can we do to keep our kids engaged? And mm-hmm. In, in line with their purpose, as opposed to standing outside McDonald's in town. But how can we get? How can yeah. grasp them so that they're doing the right thing?
0: So what was the shift for you? Because you said that you were challenging. You remember yeah. you gave your mum a hard time. Yes. A real hard time.
1: Absolutely. I will put my hands up and say that was me, definitely. So what what changed the tide for you? What was the mm. shift? The shift for me was my mum. I remember, like, I've, been, I've been dancing all my life. And I think I got to about four, I got to about 15, 16, and I was like, I can't see no fruits of it. Like I've taken all these dance exams, I've performed all these places, I've competed, got millions of trophies, but I still don't feel satisfied in myself. And my mom said to me, it's because you're doing everything but for God. Wow. And nothing resonated in my heart more than I just thought, I've been to church, I've danced at church. And I remember I had the worst experience. I was in the wrong clothes. I was laughed at. And it was a horrible experience. So I was just like, I'm not going back to church. And I was adamant at 16, I'm not going back. And she just said, well, you're not going to see no progression in your dancing. She said the same God who gave you that gift, you have to give it back or you're not going to see it. And I just thought, oh my gosh, okay. So I remember randomly signing up for Midnight Oil. They needed dancers. The application was closed and I thought, just going to sign up. My mum was like, do it. If it's meant to be, God will open the door. So I submitted the application, they got back to me I was like, Yeah, you can come and dance. Mm. Symphony Hall. The first time I danced with a Christian team and I just was like, wow, this is different. This isn't like dancing to any secular song. This isn't like backing any dancer, any artist. This mm. is like wow. Yes. So the week after midnight oh, I got baptized, wow. gave my life to God because I was so transformed by the yes. conference and then a week after my baptism, I was like, okay, me and my mum sat down and we just birthed Eloquent. Wow. And then here we are. So it was really quick. It was like, that. Back, back, back,
0: back. But I suppose when God calls you, he's like, I'm ready now. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. And, I, and I'm hearing the surrender. Yeah. The kind of, you know, laying it down. Yeah. And, you know, giving it over to God. So mm. what would you say um, the vision of Eloquent is now? Yeah. Um, it started quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, is it something that's just evolving, or, is it yeah. sort of, or now has, do you feel like God's put something in your heart to mm-hmm. say, This is where I want you to take it, Romana? Do you know what? I continually feel as if my vision evolves. Yeah. It
1: evolves every year. I, I do a vision map at the beginning of each year for what I know God's placed on my heart, and that I've put them together this year and I've gone, Wow, some things are still common thread, but you find it expanding and changing. Mm-hmm. So I would say the vision is to see lots of young people come to Christ, but in a new way. Mm. I've always said I didn't want Eloquent in a church, and I was always ridiculed for that. Everyone was like, it's praise, it's got to be in a church. But I, was, I had, I was passionate. No, I wanted somewhere fresh where if roadmen want to come and dance, come and dance. Yeah. If people who don't know God want to come in, absolutely come. Yes. And I found that... We, we get kids who know nothing about God. Yeah. And when you put a praise dance song on, they're looking at me and they're like, what, what's going on? So we teach, we break it down, and then relationships with God at birth. Mm. And then we get to do the whole... Wow. They dance to other songs, and they get bookings for backing dancers now. Wow. They get music video jobs. I, the vision for Eloquent is huge because <laughs> yeah. we've got the empowerment side as well. Yeah. But in terms of the dancing, I know that I want to... I want to do a tour. I want to do an eloquent tour, a world tour. I want to supply dances. I want to back in dance with gospel artists.
0: Mm. I just want to change what
1: people's perception of praise dance is.
0: I want to totally You are definitely doing that. Mm. This girl is phenomenal. And Mm. I mean, you could be dancing anywhere Mm. right now, I'm sure, because, and I will share some video clips of what you're doing. you are phenomenal. So, mm-hmm. why is it that you chose not to pursue a solo mm-hmm. dance career um, and create this? Yeah.
1: Well, my parents didn't have enough money to send me to London. If you want to do dance, you've got to go to London. Right. There's no other. There's no other way about it. If you're mm-hmm. committed about doing it, everyone knows you have to take yourself to London and right. get an agent and do it properly. So, my parents didn't have the means to send me to london they could have if yeah. i really wanted to go they could have you know but they always said to me dance i want dance to be your secondary mm. i want you to have my mom always said i need you to have a profession yeah. Said you can do dance and kill dance do amazing with it but i need you to have something solid so i never really saw dance as the be all and end all right because I knew it wasn't gonna pay me enough to get me a mortgage. It wasn't gonna take me on my girly holidays. Mm. Because with dancing, you'll have a backing job for three months and then you'll be out. Okay. Maybe back to waitressing for a bit. And that idea of life just didn't sit comfortably with me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll do it as a secondary and I'll go to uni, I'll train to become a teacher. And I know I wanna be, I wanna write books as well. Yeah. I wanna speak. Love that. I wanna travel and teach. So I knew if I go full hog dance, these other things that God's placed in my heart, I won't be able to do. Yeah. So I knew, coming back 18, being a professional dancer, it's not the road I wanted to go down. I wanted to be teaching and serving. Yeah. Sounds crazy. Who wants to serve? <laughs> yes. Who wants to serve? Yes. That's where I'm most fulfilled. Mm. Pouring, that's where I need to be. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> How important do you think it's been for the young people mm-hmm. um, to see the level that you were able to perform at yeah, because you are exceptional mm-hmm. um, and I, I mean we're in the studio now I'm going to post a video of <laughs> how you have them lined up on the side and you're just killing it um, how important is it for them mm-hmm. to see you yeah. um, as, a le- as their leader yeah. delivering on that standard
1: I think it's really important you can't teach what you don't know yeah so as a choreographer I know lots of choreographers who teach from a chair and who instructs, yeah, leg this high, that high, you know, splits need to be flat. I've been taught by teachers who can't demonstrate it. And for me, it was never as effective.
0: Yeah.
1: So I always said, if I'm going to do it, I need to be able to do it as well
0: yeah. and
1: I won't be able to do all styles and I think recognising what you can't do makes you more comfortable in yourself Yeah, because the minute I recognise I can't do that style I'm like right guest teacher booked
0: for style of break <laughs> I love that so they know mine doesn't break
1: dance but mine's going to
0: get into one who can I love that you got to be secure to do that exactly you got to be secure to yeah. do that
1: and I think it takes time to get to that place as well knowing what you I found myself most, most comfortable when I recognised what I didn't have
0: yeah
1: Cause then I wasn't trying to get it. Brilliant. God didn't give you that gift. Yeah, He gave you these lanes. Right. So for these other ones, just get someone else who can. Brilliant. You I know. I love
0: that. I love that. <laughs> mm. I, love that. Um, I think we spend so much time, do trying to be something that we're not, and yeah. um, mm. frustrating ourselves, yeah. and actually missing um, the beauty of who we are. Mm. Um, so I absolutely love that. So good. Um, So can I ask them, because the dance industry, stereotypically, is, um, you know, very image um, focused, Mm. um, and for women, particularly, very Mm, very. sexualised, how have you overcome that, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have, like, you know, young people who come in who want to do all sorts of dancing, Mm -hmm. Um, how have you kind of, you know, maintained your integrity then, as a Christian woman, whilst in this industry
1: such a good question and it's funny you should say integrity because i'm always screaming to my senior girls remain your integrity because dancing now is you've got this new heels flex now yeah you've got this new style of commercial and it's very it's very south so it's very touch yourself in provocative places it's very me 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 and it's different because you've got praise dance which says, less of me. Right. And then you've got commercial which says, me, me, me. Right. And my right. girls love commercial.
0: Yeah. They
1: love hip hop, they love all that sassy dancing. Yeah. And to grasp them to an element, I do allow them to do it. Yeah. I love commercial myself, yeah. I love it. Yeah. But I have to find a line where we're going to do it, but we're not going to pervert the movements, we're not going to do anything overly provocative. We're not going to embarrass ourselves on camera. We're not going to lose our integrity. Mm-hmm. So I, I allow them to if they want to dance to Cardi B. I'm like, okay, if yeah. it's clean,
0: yeah.
1: if the lyrics aren't too left, yeah. that's my term with them. If it's not too left, <laughs> then okay, we'll do a dance to it. We'll make sure the moves are very child friendly right. and they're also remaining in the lines of where we know. We don't cross a certain line as eloquent. We know, okay, it's too far. Mm. So I I give them a range because I feel like giving them that when they're older, they can then make the choice, Okay,
0: I want to be a Christian now. Just walking around Romana's dance studio, I could see that creating the right environment for her young people was really important. I saw a goal-setting chart with I can do all things through Christ at the top. Even in the toilets, there were affirmations for them to read and be encouraged by. I noticed as I walk around the studio, um, there are kind of different things up on the wall. So there's mm-hmm. one over there that says, um, theme of the year is identity and purpose. Yeah. What's that about?
1: So the theme of 2019 for Eloquent is knowing who you are, knowing what you were created to do. Okay. If you don't know those two things, you're going to be swimming and people will conform you to what they think you should do. Right. But this year, we're on heart- telling the dancers and allowing them to explore who they are, who they were created to be, and to walk in that. That's mm-hmm. literally the theme of the year. Because we found last year, a lot of them were getting lost. They'd come to me and be like, man, I'm just lost. And we're like, yeah. why are you lost? These are kids who, some have been in church yeah. all their life, some haven't. Yeah. Both lost, both, mm-hmm. um, single parent background, son, both parents, little yeah. yeah. So we thought this year we're really gonna home in on who God's created us to be and allow them to just sit comfortable in it. And we're finding that they really are. Yeah. Everyone's just owning the different elements about themselves and it's the bond this year with the eloquent team is just amazing. Brilliant. Especially the dancers, the teenagers are always bashing heads. <laughs> now we're finding peace and we're like, yes, <laughs> we're doing something right. <laughs>
0: So how do you start a session? How do you finish a session? How do you, you know, start a show? So we'll
1: start a session with prayer, always, just to get out that baggage that you brought in the studio. Some of them come from school and they're like, and then I can just, like, that energy needs to go. So we always start with prayer, prayer, absolutely. Then we'll probably do a little devotional topic, could be anything, it could be on the theme of the year, it could be on relationships. Something quick and relevant that God would have laid on my heart to share. Or sometimes I let them lead it. Some of the seniors, I'm like, okay, you're leading devotional this week. And they're like, me, I ain't got nothing to say. And I'm like, prepare it, allow God to take over. And they'll come in with a relevant word, and everyone's like, "Yes, I can relate." <laughs> so then we'll do devotional. Then we'll start dancing. We'll do whatever style, yeah. and then we'll close in prayer. Yeah. Sometimes we won't get to close because if we do praise dance, everyone's bawling on the end.
0: <laughs> everyone's Damn. bawling, or
1: everyone's on their knees surrendering.
0: So if we're doing praise. What age is this that you you know that you're referring to? Where you find people that I'm so, saying
1: about ten to eighteen. They're just gone. Once you put this online, you teach to it, you break down the words, the meaning, you let them dance, I've lost them. Well, they're in in their corners together. And I'm like, where's the routine? Where's the (laughs) routine gone? I'm like, you know what? This is more valuable than any routine, isn't it? So have your time with God. And I'll just leave them to it. Sometimes half an hour, they're still in here. Praying and doing whatever together on their knees, just surrendering and I'm just like, we were going to um, Barcelona last year and we did a whole prayer session, the session before we went. Wow. And they just broke into tears. It was like a release before we was about to fly out. Wow. We were flying out the next day. I was like, I've got routines to finish. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are still crying. <laughs> but you know when God, yeah. the Holy Spirit moves? Yeah. You just have to be obedient. Mm. So. Wow. Mm.
0: That is powerful. Um, I remember seeing you perform. Um, I can't remember what occasion it was for, but I remember you did a performance with um, your younger ones. The minis, the yeah. The minis, they're so cute. <laughs> yeah. um, they did a performance too, um, Yes by Shikai kind yeah. mm-hmm. And it was the first time I'd seen them perform. Really? And um, Aaron, my husband, mm. was in tears. My wow. husband. He doesn't cry often like really? that. But he was in tears at no how way. moved he was by the performance. And so just hearing what goes on behind the mm. scenes, um, bring some context to what we no see way. at the front. So nice to hear. Yeah. Um, it was really, really moving, really mm. touching. Um, okay, so I mean, it's been an incredible five years yeah. that you've been on. Mm. I can hear, um, I mean, I've looked over there, I've seen trophy after yeah. trophy after trophy. <laughs> so you guys are cleaning up yeah. in the competitions as well. Um, what would you say has been the most challenging thing about the journey? Oh, that's a good question.
1: The most challenging thing, I think, is when you're so into lots of people and it's thrown back. Yeah. That's one of the more, the things I had to overcome the quickest because I signed Ellicott when I was 17. Mm. Uh, I was a little baby and you jump into leadership. <laughs> 17 why (laughs) wow wow (laughs) yes yes (laughs) and it was an amazing journey but my heart my mom wears her heart on her sleeve and i always just be like you're too kind but when you're leading you just do and one of the hardest things for me was giving 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 and then having it just throw him back and I found it really hard in the beginning stage of the elephant the first couple of years he used to really get me down and I used to feel like I don't understand, we really help this person and yeah. but as I grew older I just, I think you gain tougher skin in ministry you yeah. just like oh I'm used to it and mm. okay this is, this is managing people this is what people do yeah. and the, one of the main things for me is knowing that I'm not in it for people mm. I'm in it for God yes. and when you know that when you're serving yeah. If you don't get it back from that person, it doesn't matter. Because God's going to give it you back. Your reward isn't here. Your reward is,
0: I'm sorry, that's I'm okay, going to have to do it. Oh, dear. <laughs> Got a phone call coming through. <laughs> and, um, oh, dear. <laughs> that's okay. Well, I'm it on them. I should have put it on them. Flight Bright mode. mode. <laughs> okay, um, can we just rewind a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so you'll say. So, Throwing it back in your face. Yeah.
1: You? Um, just get into grips if you don't do it for people. And I remember reading a leadership book and it said even if you're serving a person and if they don't give you anything back, it's cool. Your heart shouldn't be altered or you shouldn't feel any way about it because God is going to give you your reward. Yeah. When you're in ministry, you can serve as much as you want to and the people can throw it in your face. Tough get on with it yeah because there's a seed been planted there and i'll leave it yeah and god rewards you so i had to learn that quickly yeah
0: and it took a few tears but (laughs) (laughs) okay that's great that's really great advice as well um so you mentioned you read a book there Mm -hmm. um what other things have helped you to role on this journey to yeah. what other things have equipped you, the teaching is equipping you now mm. to be more effective yeah. for the young people. Are there any other things or um you know situation that you've been in, maybe mm. the people, resources mm. that have helped you?
1: Yeah, mentors. I wouldn't be able to do this journey without mentors. And I, I make sure I have quite a few, a network, so I'm accountable to a few people. Okay. Um my mom who's just my rock and supports me on everything, reading I try and read at least five books a year, just get my head into them and grow. I listen to a lot of leaders who have come before me. Mm. I listen to T.D. Jakes, and I always mm. have a leadership podcast, please teach me, I need to learn. <laughs> Stephen Furtick, yeah. um, Joyce Meyer, all these incredible leaders. Yeah. And just sometimes I've been in situations where I've left eloquent, so deflated and tears. Yeah. And instead of sitting in that place, I go straight to a leadership mm. sermon and I sit for half an hour and I'm like (gasps) crying but I'm learning because I feel like someone else must have experienced this this can't just be me so I feel like if you sit in a place where you're like it's just you it gets worse so the moment I get the thought of you've been hurt or this is just me I feel lonely I quickly turn to someone else who's been there to learn and glean then I'm like okay man I've been through it, you can do it buckle up and you just have to just keep going but yeah. definitely those factors reading, listening to people mm. learning from mentors learning from my parents yeah. learning from the adults around. sometimes just using what's around you Yeah. and if it's not there pray for it and God kind will of align in such a way that
0: he will provide so yeah <laughs> I love how teachable you are really? I love <laughs> that you're just like teach me mm-hmm. um, you know I, I think that's just an amazing quality. We just, yeah. um, well, I've just started um, something called Mentor Me, and um, well, I'm starting for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really want to have more conversations like this mm-hmm. um, because I think again, mentorship is something that we spoke a bit more about the intergenerational relationships. Mm-hmm. But mentorship is is so powerful, mm-hmm. um, and you know we can learn from our own experiences and mm-hmm. the things that we do. But we can be fast-tracked if we can learn from the experiences of other people.
1: And you can save yourself so much pain. So much pain. And pain is time, isn't it? Come on. And when we're in this, when you're running your own business and you've got things to do, you don't want to be repeating the same thing your mum went through or your dad went through or your mentor. Mm -hmm. Just glean from their knowledge and then
0: you can skip that hurdle because they've done it for you. So what kind of um, things are you, or what are you accountable for to different people for? What different areas of your life? You? So I
1: have mentors for my relationship, because I think it's really important. Cool. Yeah. being a young Christian woman who's remaining celibate in this generation of sex focus, everything is around sex, yeah. everything is about yourself. So I said the minute I get into a relationship, God's gonna be centered, I'm gonna have mentors I'm accountable to because I wouldn't have it any other way. Brilliant. So I have mentors for that. I also have mentors for me as a dancer. Mm -hmm. Then I have the mentor for me as a dance teacher who's continually making me do exams and get more qualifications. Then I just have a mentor for my career, being a teacher in a school. Then I have one just for me. Fantastic. Then I have a book mentor who's (laughs) teaching me how to write a book, so. A few different mentors, but I think it's amazing. all amazing, yeah. What's your book going
0: to be about?
1: It's for young teenage girls, for so teenagers. Love it. Because I remember when I was a teenager, if I knew some of the things I knew now, yeah, it would have saved me so many mistakes and heartache. Like, yeah. hold on, why did no one tell me? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's for
1: kind of like 18 and under, Yeah. even 21 and under, mm-hmm. to just glean from this book and just kind of like a safe space to run to when you're like okay i'm in this predicament i'm seeing this boy i know it's not going well what to do don't want to tell my mom go to the book
0: love
1: it. or i know i shouldn't be going to this party but i'm here anyway what do i do read it in the book it's there love all that. those little things love that yeah. love that <laughs> love that
0: love that okay um are gonna wrap up um i don't want to though <laughs> i want to keep talking um but i want to ask you um this question so we define shining i've defined shining as mm-hmm. perfecting the art of mm-hmm. being the authentic you wow. and serving her to the world love that you sound good with words mom uh, <laughs> but you for me exemplify that mm-hmm. perfectly mm-hmm. when i see you dance i said it to you earlier i'm I see you dance i'm like she's in her stride, mm. like she's got this, I see you, even just listening to you talk now, mm. um, you're, you're authentic, mm. um, and then when I see what you do, and I'm hearing about what you do with the young people, we mm. um, you spoke about serving already, um, but I want to ask you, what does shining mean to you? Mm. If I said to you, what does shining mean to you, how would you define it?
1: Shining for me is shining with and around people who also shine, i know i couldn't shine if i didn't have people around me who teach me how to shine better and shine brighter people who are continually cultivating you to be the best version of yourself that can't happen alone you need god created us to be relational so the minute i recognized that and i started to connect more my light just shines brighter and continues to the more relational you are Mm. and the more relationships you build that exemplify christ the more you're gonna shine wonderful yeah <laughs> thank you That's okay, thank, thank you, you for spending some time
0: honestly <laughs> thank you i'm so humbled i know people are gonna be so so blessed hearing what you shared thank you mom. um and um we can't wait to see this eloquent tour <laughs> well tour. oh it's in the pipeline it's coming we know it's coming it's coming <laughs> we know it's coming Well, special thanks to Romana for taking the time out to come and share with us. What a great interview and what a great young woman. So many takeaways, things that we can be inspired and encouraged by to apply to our own journey of shining. Don't forget to message me on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you took away from the interview. It'd be really great to hear your thoughts. If you've got any recommendations or people that you'd love for me to have a chat with, get in touch with me about that as well. Ladies, I want you to know that your shining is not dependent upon your circumstances, nor is it dependent upon the opinions of others. It is, in fact, within our power to shine incessantly whenever and wherever we are. Have a great week. Keep shining, keep smiling, and I'll see you soon. God bless.